text us on 0499 736 736. Previewing the weekend of racing, sport and everything in between. Welcome to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Hello, welcome to the Formula Lounge, Rivia maybe right around the country. 12.04 on a Friday before a massive weekend of racing. Massive weekend of racing. It's the biggest weekend of racing, I think, for the old carnival down here in Victoria. Group 1 racing, Group 2 racing, Group 3 racing, you name it, we have it. Hello to you, wherever you may be. Bet with me on Dabble. You can download the app today. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit Gambling Help Online. .org.au. Hello to everyone watching on the Dabble stream on the Dabble app. Hello to you. Uh, no ad breaks for you, but for our SEN track listeners, there's only a couple that you have to get through. You can text us in 0499 736 736. That's 0499 736 736. Or put your questions on any horses or your locks in the banter channel. Ladies and gentlemen, Caulfield, three group ones, three group twos, two group threes, massive day of racing and probably a notoriously difficult day when it comes to the Rex Hunt uh, at Caulfield. Rose Hill, we've got three group two races there, uh, the Silver Slipper, the Millie Fox and the Hobartville as well. Big show coming up. He's sure to join me very, very shortly as we'll have a bit of a chat about uh, Dabble on the Supercars too. Uh, and then... We've got the usual suspects, and they're airborne. Dean Watling, Mitch Lewis, Terry Layton, Mitch Abaya, and then Best Bets at the end of the show. Love to uh, hear your questions on horses. I need them. I'll talk to you in the ad break on the Dabble stream. Get them into the Bandit channel. I'll go back and have a look at the horses, or if you've got a race where you want my tips or analysis on that race, let me know in the banter thread. This man, well... He's renowned. Lord, he's sure. Number one on followers on Dabble. He is for one reason. He's in Adelaide at the moment. Oh, he's not quite there, is he? Not quite there. Waving him off. He's in Adelaide at the moment, so I'm hearing. And uh, I want to know why he's in Adelaide at the moment. He joins me on a Friday. Hello to you, Heater. G'day, Miles. How are you, mate? I'm well. What's what's going on? What are you in What are you in my city for? Well, I've actually, you know what, to be honest, and I'll be brutally honest, I've never come to Adelaide to, like, just to see Adelaide. I've usually come when I was playing football, so I thought I'll I'll come over and visit the, the city of churches and see what it's all about. And first two days, 35 degrees and 33 degrees, it's beautiful. And now uh, we've got an overcast 20, so um, most of it was good. I did experience like the the actual probably the token Adelaide um, this morning. I walked out of the hotel that I was staying in. I've seen this beautiful Mercedes. I reckon it's one of those ones. It's probably where quarter of a million um, and then I looked closely and the, the wheels were missing on, on this car legitimately mate come on I, was, I have a photo and I will put it up on my where are you later. staying where are you staying Walkerville oh, right well, Walkerville's not Walkerville's not bad Walkerville where are you the, what, the W out there I suppose you don't want to tell everyone on national radio where you're staying but Mate, I'm just telling you, I was I was shocked myself. I thought that was like an urban myth that like people steal tires and put them up on bricks, but it's actually they actually have uh, in Walkerville. So that was a, that was a sight this morning. But um, yeah, enjoyed my time over here. But I am coming back to Melbourne tonight. My horse is running at Mooney Valley, so I'm a chance straight off the plane to Mooney Valley. Watch Cormorant uh, probably finish probably eighth of ten. Um, 
which is always good when your horses, you no chance of winning sitting at about 40 to 1. But yeah, tomorrow's racing is what we're about. Um, huge, huge day. Before we get stuck into tomorrow's racing and before you keep ragging uh, on the beautiful city of Adelaide, because it's, it's absolutely fantastic, the beaches just make Melbournes look like uh, they don't exist. Um, I want to talk about um, Dabble and the supercars. Big announcement during the week, um, and, and Dabble being the wagering partner of the supercars. Believe it or not, I'm actually a massive supercars fan. Yeah, mate, well, I'll believe it or not, I'm not. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously <laughs> huge, huge announcement. And to be honest, this is one of the, this is the first time we've actually gone and, and sponsored something like this. So it was a big decision. And, and like, like we've done from sort of word go, Dabble wanted to do things differently. And, and to sponsor a supercars rather than an AFL team, an NRL team, was, was obviously when it was thrown out, it's like, oh, big question mark about it. But when you dig down deep and think about this, Miles, because Adelaide have the supercars. It's the Clipsal 500, I believe. Yep. Um, well, it's a Velo 500 now, but yes, spot on. Yep, yep, close enough. Um, <laughs> think about this, and, and I, got, I obviously didn't research these stats, but I got given them. So over the Bathurst 1000 weekend, there's over 300,000 people visit that track. That is more than visit the park to the Formula One. So why wouldn't you sponsor it? Why wouldn't you sponsor the supercars just for that event? Yeah. But obviously we're the um, wagering partner throughout the year and we're looking forward to do some doing some cool stuff with supercars throughout the year as well. So look out on our our socials for all the stuff we do with the supercars and, and looking forward to that year. Can you count me in on some of the supercar stuff? Oh, I'm really keen on it. I went for many years in Adelaide uh, and I'm a massive, massive fan. So can you lock me in for some of the supercar stuff? Oh, definitely. And it's funny because you're, you're the third person from Double that said, oh, I actually really like the supercars. And then when you... When it's got announced, and like there's a lot of people out there who just sit there on on a Sunday and watch the supercars and enjoy it, and um, yeah, we've got we've got some we've got some cool things planned throughout the year, and definitely Miles, you're you're locked in. Mate, I grew up uh, in the country, and I had posters on my wall of Paul the Rat, Radisich, and Russell Ingoldie and Fawcett, like back in the the days where. The rat had the AU Falcon with the golden red. I think it was like the Shell AU Falcon he might have had. And, mate, it's awesome. So I'm looking forward to, to dabble in the supercars and and uh, and even having a little bit of an Eddie bet too. I'm, I'm that pumped that you guys have got the supercars. I couldn't be happier. Hey, um, let's turn our attention to the racing at Caulfield. I, I, I woke up at 4.30 again this morning fretting. I, I haven't had a great run with my best bets over the last couple of weeks. And... It does happen. Um, I put my hand up, but I woke up fretting because this doesn't get any easier at, at Caulfield tomorrow. It is flat out tough. Yeah, mate. I was I was looking at um, the form over the last couple of days, and and even last night when I was just sitting there looking at the fields and, and doing a bit of form, I'm like, I, I honestly, I think I'll have five bets over Caulfield and Rosehill for the for the day because um, it is it is some tough racing and it's good because it's sort of the even race and the blue diamond's one of those ones if you, if you look at that that race there's, there's obviously there's a couple of favorites that probably deserve it but then after that there's a couple of dangers as well and it, it could go out to about six chances so um and obviously there's a couple of horses that have got a question mark over them with injuries and, and all that as well so um i think we can find a couple miles um, well as we as we always do yeah, I've, I've honestly, I'm, I'm skipping over a few races tomorrow. All right. Well, where, where, where are the first of your bets? Have you, have you, have you got a couple that you like? You normally get some good mail too. What do you like? 
Um, for me, uh, race four, number one, Brave Mead. Um, I just think it's, it came back, it wins first up, and then it's got a couple little dangers. Um, but I still think that that first run was really impressive. Uh, beat King Colorado, who was favourite last last weekend. So um, that's a, that's a pretty solid form there. It's obviously going to be quite reasonably short, but um, I'm going to back Brave Mead, and then I'm going to skip straight to the Blue Diamond. Um, it was, if you're if you're if you're a professional punter, you probably you probably don't want this to be the race that you're going to put your money on, but you have to back a horse in the um, in the blue diamond. I've got I've got two bodyguards. It's, I've backed it its first two starts and it absolutely walloped them last week, uh, the week before. So, but there is a question mark over it, which I'm not too happy about. Um, and I've also got number eleven, Aetuji. Um I just thought the way it found the line and just got over the line um, last week and it was uh, sorry the two weeks ago um, over 1200 which I do like in these in these races for these young horses if they've actually um, ran at the distance so they you know they're going to get there um, and that's a good a good each way on so um, Hayasugi each way in that one and then right race nine number four Sherpa Sherpa how do you say Sherpa Sherpa that'll do um, winning forms good form um, it's it's going really really well, and I think um, that this is a is a special horse as well. I know Jack Jenkins, um, <laughs> a double favourite and an SDN favourite, really really liked. I think he got on early too, so um, Jack would be pretty excited about that at Caulfield. And then um, in the last race, ten number ten, Eternal Flame was a bit unlucky last start in the way that ran through, um, but I think if it gets a if it gets a reasonable run and a little bit of luck, that it should be winning as well. Hey, um, right on cue, Jack Jenkins has texted in the show. Miles, get me in here. There are bets left, right and centre at Caulfield tomorrow. What we might do is we might get Jack Jenkins. We'll squeeze him into the show. I think his number's in that thread. Hey, just quickly, Heater, breaking news here in the last minute or two minutes. Bodyguard is out of the Blue Diamond. Um, yeah. So just happened then. So Bodyguard will be taken out of the Blue Diamond there, the, the Snowden runner with Mark Zara aboard. On bodyguard, so that will affect the market somewhat at some point. Do you have any best bets anywhere else, Heater? I do. Yeah. Um, I've got one in the city of churches tomorrow. Oh. Um, race seven, race seven, number four, Yellow Brick Road, and this is this is uh, this has been floating around this morning. I think this tip's been floating around because it's gone from twenty sixes into nine. This is in the Lord um, Ream Stakes, of course, in the feature there yeah. with the Cinderella. So, so jump on. Jump on now. You probably get nine. You probably get eight dollars now. But um, twenty six is in for nines. One at Sandown last start has gone over. So I think some, someone knows something because um, they're piling on there. And then um, some favourites in Rose Hill. Uh, race four number two straight charge, and then race ten number nine and gently rolling. You can probably put them in a double and, and get some juicier odds there. Yeah, um, I'm, but, I'm, I'm with straight charge there. I agree in race four number two. Absolutely yeah, in the silver slipper. Yeah. It's a it's a nice animal and um, it forms good form, but you're doing it in in record times as well, which is what you want to see. What we are going to do, Hida, we're going to jump to a break for those on the radio, but we're going to keep you on uh, to answer a couple of questions on the dabble stream that have gone through there, or chat me through the dabble stream, and then we'll uh, we'll say goodbye to you on the other side of a break. This is a form lounge on a Friday. Bet with Miles on dabble. Ah. Oh. You can bet with me on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with? Shut up, Tomo. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Miles Fitzner, he's sure. Live on the Dabble app throughout the break and back on the other side of this.
text us on 0499 736 736. Previewing the weekend of racing, sport and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Welcome back to the Form Lounge, 20 past 12. Break a little bit behind. Heath Shaw was with me in the ad break on the Dabble app. You can bet with us on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with? Heater, I'll say goodbye to you, my friend. Thanks so much. Uh, if you had one bet tomorrow, what would it be? Sharipa. Sharipa. One bet feeder tomorrow. Mate, appreciate your time. Enjoy McGill Estate. We'll chat to you later. Thanks, mate. Heath Shaw there. Follow him on Dabble at Lord Heath Shaw. It is time for the weekend preview, and uh, to go through the weekend preview, we need only one man. He is the hottest ticket in town at the moment. His name is Mitch Lewis. It's time for the weekend preview. On Fitzy's Form Lounge, the weekend snapshot. Bet with Miles on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. How are you, Mitch Lewis? Good morning, mate. How are you going today? And I hope the listeners are going well. Yeah, oh, I think they are. They're all up and about. They're flying here in the banter thread. We'll get to a few questions. A lot of people talking about Coleman, Eternal Flame. We're going to run through the card here at Caulfield. We're going to get through it. Nice and quick, my friend. Race number one over the 2,000. Um, tough enough little race. I know you were keen flash feeling last start, weren't you? Yeah, I'm not sure. This is a little bit harder than that race. So I, this is very open. I'm Probably not recommending a bet in there, but I, I, I don't mind Glentanius. I think Glentanius has got some good upside. I've put him on top, but not much separates him and Dunkel, in my opinion. Yeah, I think they're the two you can probably play around, but I want to see what's happening uh, first up there at Caulfield. Race number two, uh, this is where I do want to have a play, Midtown Boss. It's in my daily dabble, which I'm going to talk about in a little while, but Midtown Boss on top for me. Yeah, Midtown Boss for me as well. I think they nominated for the listed race over in Adelaide, and I was hoping it was going to go there, but not to be in the end. Um, if you look at Barrier 11 as well, I wouldn't be too concerned. They get a decent enough run in there at Caulfield, so I'm happy Midtown Boss in race two. We go to race number three, and I want to get the money early from Midtown Boss. I want to I want to uh, back Autumn Angel in the Armanasco, the Group 2 Armanasco Stakes. I think it's drawn perfectly here. Go first up for Billy Egan, Peter Moody, and Kath Coleman. And that'll also be part of the Daily Dabble. Yep, second best bet of the day for me, Autumn Angel. Oh, I think she runs pretty well first up, and I think she's suited on a good track. Her and Sarasana, they're the two class horses of the race, in my opinion. But I think Autumn Angel will appreciate the conditions better. So Dabble are offering the uh, cash back to third place for races three and four miles. So I've posted my best bet and next best bet coming up in those races. So... If some people are quick, they might be able to hop on there and be the first ones in. Let's talk about your best bet. We've got a race number four, which is the Group 3 Zedative Stakes. Um, I, I, I am going to take you on, but uh, talk me into Brave Mead. Yeah, so Brave Mead, he's got a little bit of residual fitness through the spring. He went a little bit deeper than a few other horses, and I think that paid the way for him to win that first race um, first up. Uh, it was probably a career peak, but I think the way he sort of was able to progress last prep, if he progresses again, he's going to be really hard to beat here. If he even runs the same race as he did last start, exceptionally hard to beat. Uh, and another one, barrier 11, 1,200 metre start, no concern. If he goes forwards again, he's going to be in a good position. I think it sets up well for him. Uh, did you give Mahaba any hope? I'm just going to back Mahaba each way. Uh, yes, I think I had that as a hope, but yeah, in my picks, I was looking at one three eleven were my order. Don Corleone, a sniff, and Legacies, a sniff. Yeah, Legacies is a horse that had that big spruik on it. 
uh, last preparation and didn't manage to fire. I think it went under at a very short quote. We move to race number five, the Autumn Classic for the uh, Group 2 over the 1,800 metres. I'm with United Kingdom here uh, for the Price and Kent Jr. yard. Damien Lane only had the one go. Yeah, there's a little bit of that in this race. So a few of these runners are coming out of Maiden straight up into the class. Uh, I think the one that I think can, has got a couple of wins on the board is number nine, Sox Nation. I thought the win at Mooney Valley defeating Acid Wash was pretty good. A similar setup here, 1,800 metres, well placed, I'd say. Let's go to race number six. It's the Group 2 Peter Young over the 1,800. And I think this is wild, this. I've got absolutely no idea. Yeah, I, I'm probably willing to risk Gold Trip. I know they're not going to go if it's too firm. He's a class horse, no doubt. He was second in this race last year as well. I'm not I'm not all over my New Zealand form, but, uh, so that's a Group 1 winner in Campio Nessa. Uh, well, where it, is that horse? The, and then, the form's around Legato, and, and I mean, Legato's a star. If they, if the, if he's one for punters, if they start backing this horse on Saturday, just keep an eye on the market. You want to get on it if they start sitting around 280 now. If it starts to go down quite quickly before the jump, I'd want to be on. But I thought Foxy Cleopatra each way could run a race. So she looked like she returned in pretty good order last start and up to the 1800 meters suits. I'd be having, uh, I'd be field leg for the early quaddy for me. That's what I'd be doing. Let's go to the Group 1 Futurity for the Lamaros Hotel. Race number seven. Mr. Brightside around $1.50, $1.55 at the moment. It, it just looks a one-horse affair. You know what? I'll, I'll say it and I'll say it on radio. This is one of the weakest Group 1 Futurities you'll ever see. Yeah, I think he'll just win. He's obviously scaring a few horses off. So, not a stacked field. He's got the class. He should be getting it done. I thought the value in the race was Buffalo River to place. Alrighty, I think we just leave that race alone. Let's get to it. The sports, uh, the uh, Blue Diamond Stakes. I nearly read out the spots. <laughs> the uh, race eight, the Blue Diamond Stakes over the twelve hundred Group One here. A um, mate, it's all about Coleman, and I've got Coleman on top. But uh, from a punting perspective, I thought a couple of horses stay focused. Um, I thought uh, High Octane and Hayasugi. Uh, were all over the odds. Uh, Hayasugi was good to me last start. Clearly, Coleman and Lady Camelot can win, but I just thought um, the others were probably overpriced in a race that's reasonably open. Yeah, I find it really open. I think I've got six or seven in this quaddy of mine. Very open, like you said. Uh, look, Lady of Camelot, I think that set up for her is ideal. Barrier four, you couldn't ask for anything better. When I... And, analyse these two-year-old races. I think the closer they are to the rail, the better. They don't have to think about other horses. They can just get to the rail and then they just think about running straight, if that makes sense. You don't have to weave or you, you sort of take bad luck out of it. So I think Lady of Camelot steps up nicely. And I thought one that was over the odds was Anisa. Um They had a clear plan and they yep. weren't going to try and blow her up first up behind Coleman. And I saw enough there to me to suggest that she's going to peak here. So she's an each-way price, I'd say. Absolutely. I think you can take the overs and hope for an upset, but if you get beaten by Coleman, you know, you just wear it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, I've got six or seven in the quaddy. You know, two-year-old racing is not really my go, uh, but it's solid. It's good two-year-old uh, blue diamond I've seen for a while. Yeah, it's certainly deep. Hey, let's get to race number nine. It's the Oakley Plate. Um, I've put King's Gambit. It's part of my daily da uh, dabble. It gets in here, 50 kilos, draws inside. I'm happy to risk a, a few of them in here. I think Benedetta's probably the clear danger uh, with Asaphora. Um, outside of those three, I think it's sort of take your pick. 
Yep. So King's Gambit, I've got a small concern on barrier one. We know he can be a little bit slow away or he can rear a little bit sometimes. And that was my concern with him that how the race map shapes to me, I'd be worried that he gets shuffled back too much because I can list you this tempo will be hot. So Cumin will look to go forward. Hypothetical is going to go forward. Recommendation maybe. Najim Sahail just goes forwards. And even Sharipa will want to go forwards with Aspora. I think it sets up nicely for a couple of horses that can set up behind that speed. Uh, Benedetta from Barrier 5 will land in a good spot. And I think you're getting overs for Talos, who absolutely, you know, run over the top of Asplora without too much damage last time. But the price difference on those, I think, is wild. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's go to race number 10, though. This one's interesting. A lot of questions on Eternal Flame here. Forbidden City was pretty good last start when Kath Coleman gave it a bit of a push each way. I'm going to stick with Revolutionary Miss um, here that rolled Forbidden City. I think it just might be better for uh, that run after the little sort of freshen up trial post the Gold Coast run behind Samana and Meridius where we saw Samana then come out and uh, and win again in Sydney last weekend. Yeah, this is pretty open as well. Um, I'm probably not diving headfirst into it. I think another one we can forget quickly is running by. You can forgive a horse for one bad run and she didn't really look suited at the valley there so I wouldn't be surprised to see her bounce back oh, I've got Vagrant on top with Damien Lane in the saddle barrier one's my little bit of concern I don't want him to get too far back or her too far back but if she lands in a handy spot she's got a good turn of foot and 1400 metre suits Hey uh, Mitchie I need your best bets for Caulfield and then I want Morfordville and then I want Mooney Valley tonight please Right, I'll flick through these. So my best two at Caulfield, uh, race three, number two, Autumn Angel. Race four, number one, Brave Mead. I'll flick across to Morfittville first if my iPad catches up. So race four, number five, Outsider for the Clarken team. Uh, this horse, they come from everywhere to back it first up, and it was a little bit slow away. I think if it improves off that, it's going to be in a handy spot, and it stays at a similar grade. So Outsider will get the job done. Uh, race seven, number 11, the map. I'm very bullish on the map. I think the map is Adelaide's best chance of winning the Adelaide Cup. I should say South Australia. Uh, I thought she was vulnerable first up over the twelve, uh, the 2000. But she won with complete ease. And she gets better the further she goes out in trip. I like the setup for her second up. I think she gets the job done. And then I'm having an each way play. Race eight, number two, struck by. He's a listed winner who prefers good ground. Uh, he'll lead that race up. And if the track's a little bit leaderish, he's going to be in a good position. What's that, sorry? Oh, I was going to say, I think Struck By will be in a good position in that each-way price for the listed uh, race there. Yeah, so Morfordville 2, don't forget, we've got the Cinderella Stakes Race 5. Uh, heaters with the Yellow Brick Road in the Lord's Reams. I, th- I did think that in the Lord Reams, Grand Promenade was probably the only danger to the map. Um, have you got something for us at the Valley tonight? I thought Race 7, number 4, Herman Hess, was uh, a good go at around the $4, $4.20 mark. Yeah, I've got him on top as well, but I, I lose a little bit of confidence with the staying races at the Valley sometimes. My best bet of the night there is race four, number one, number four. It sets up nicely for him, and he's carried a bit. They can go to your profile, Mitch Lewis FGB on Dabble, and they can copy your best bets tonight and tomorrow right around the country, can't they? Yeah, that's it, mate. I've got a little bit more posting to do, but the two Caulfield bests are up, as well as my 50s form lounge multis up there ready to go. I think we're at about $18 for that one, so get around that. Hey, appreciate your time as always, Mitchie. Go well. Thank you, mate. You have a good day. I'll chat to you soon. Mitch Lewis there from Form Guide Breakdowns. You can go and check him out. You can also check him out on the Dabble profile. Now, stack of questions coming in. I'll get to a few of these before the news, Tomo. 
Uh, do we take much of the fact that J-Mac is off Lady Laguna and got on to Gotcha? I will ask Dean Watling on the other side of this. We've still got Mitch Abaya and Terry Layton still to come. eBay been on fire as well. Uh, Jack Jenkins, we might try and just pinch him for a best bet. Uh, bodyguard is scratchy. We're well aware, for those on the Bandit channel, Bodyguard is out as of about 15 minutes ago of the Blue Diamond. Um, is Mitch Lewis any relation to Mitch Stark? Because he's right at the stumps. Don't mind that. Thoughts on Foxy Cleopatra in the same race? Toddy from Orange. I, I know that uh, Foxy Cleopatra's a chance, I think, Toddy. I wouldn't talk you out of it. Um, Foxy's a chance. I, I just don't know whether or not it has that edge on these. So um, I'm not sure on it. Uh, we're going to get to the Bandit Channel. We're going to go to the news. Dean Watling, Mitch Abaya, Terry Layton still to come. Plus my daily dabble. We're going to discuss that. $5.50 for three horses. Get your questions in back in a moment. Text us on 0499-736-736. Previewing the weekend of racing, sport and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Welcome back to the Form Lounge right around the country. 12.35 on your Friday. Big day of Group 1 racing over the autumn at Caulfield tomorrow. Group 2 racing up in Sydney. Bodyguard is the breaking news out of the Blue Diamond due to... Uh, being lame. Um, they did fail a vet yesterday. Uh, I think they were going again today. So Bodyguard is out. Just repeating what I was saying on the Dabble stream, um, that that if you're shopping overs, I've got Coleman on top in the Blue Diamond, but if you shop overs, I wouldn't talk you out of it. They're, they're really difficult races. And anybody that's done any sort of professional punting in their life will know that two-year-olds, you just don't launch in to try and make money out of two-year-olds. It's just too hard. Hey, uh, not far away, uh, the superstar Dean Watling. We've got Mitch Bayer and Terry Layton. But before I get off Caulfield, I want to mention the Daily Dabble. And I'll get Tomo to clip this up. It'll go through to the boys at Dabble. This is the Daily Dabble for me tomorrow at Caulfield. So it's up on the profile right now. Uh, Miles Fitzner on Dabble. You can get at least two of Midtown Boss, uh, Autumn Angel, or King's Gambit for $5.50. So any two of Midtown Boss, Autumn Angel or King's Gambit at Caulfield tomorrow. $5.50 as the Daily Dabble up for Caulfield. So you can go to your Daily Dabbles on the Dabble app and uh, and take the Daily Dabble at Caulfield. Time to get to this man. He's a superstar, absolute superstar. DeanWatling.com. You can follow him on Dabble as well. Hello to you, Dino. Afternoon, Milo. Always nice to jump on the lounge with you on a Friday. Jump on the... Oh, we should do this from a lounge, I think. Uh, like Actually, on a couch. Be like the casting couch, Dino. It'd You'll... be like a Google box or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that's probably a bit more appropriate. Right, let's get to... Yeah. Right, let's get... <laughs> <laughs> right, I want to go straight to... Can we miss the first three at Rose Hill or not? Yeah, definitely. Yep. No, definitely. Race four, Silver Slipper. I think we line up here. We're with Straight Charge, aren't we, the two? Yeah, well, you must be back in the truck up because the market sport's been huge since yesterday. I like it too. You like it. I just think it's a, a race where he's probably going to get it in a better run than the stable mate Espinard. I think Espinard will probably tag the leaders back and maybe need his loss of luck to get off the back of the leader. While that's happening, I think straight charge will be sitting outside the leader and saying, see you later. It's a good race. Uh, I think Celerity's got talent. Embassy has talent too. But I think straight charge is a map horse. Might not be the best horse to come out of it, but I think he is the best bet across the... Rose Hill program, straight yeah, charge. It's definitely going to be one of mine. Do you have anything in race five or six? Yeah, race five's interesting. It's a cracking addition. I think Denzel is hard enough to beat. But at a price, uh, Canberra Legend finds itself in the Chris Wallace stable. Trials have been good. I'd suggest 
each way price, it could win the race. Stroke of luck, uh, Diamond, I think they all chances. But I thought uh, one of the better rugby's of the program was Canberra Legend in the Paramount Cup. Anything in race six, I left that alone too. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, friend, yeah, race six, I left alone. Yeah, I... Hard opinion to have opinion. This Marco has fourteen back to twelve. Uh, sorry, sixteen back to twelve. Fourteen uh, is not ideal. Hooker Park's a good roughy again on the program. I thought if you wanted something each way, but a hard enough race. Uh, can we go to race seven? Oh, I'm super keen, Lady Laguna. A lot of people are asking J Mac on uh, Zoo Gotcha, not Lady Laguna. That'd be weight related, wouldn't it, or not? Oh, I thought that, uh, but speaking to Gareth yesterday, he maybe suggested uh, J-Max jumped off. So I think it's a two-horse race between them two. I would suggest Lady Laguna to hard horse to punch holes in. Wet, dry, no issue at all. We are meant to get a rain tonight in Sydney as well. I've lent the way that we've got to just at a price. I think, forgive last prep, uh, she was trained to be a 1,200-metre Everest horse, and that is not her go. I think 1,300 metres fresh, tags the back of Lady Laguna. Um, I think that's the way I want to play it. I think if you do like Lady Laguna Milo, I think wait. I think you'll get 250 and the money should come to do gotcha, but uh, not much between them. I think that too, bit of a J-Mac factor. We go to race eight, which is a Hobartville mm-hmm. group two. Uh, I'm playing NCAP here each way um, in a tough little affair, I thought. Yeah, very tough. These three-year-old races, they've been tricky over the last couple of weeks. Uh, they sort of take their turns. There's no real standout. I think uh, Tom Kitten can be a standout. I know he probably looked playing visually first up, but he had 60 kilos, sit and sprint affair. That's not his go over 1,200 metres. Now he drops three and a half kilos, good date, upping trip. Oh, I think he is a great bet across the program. Scared of NCAP. He was sort of luckless without much room there last start. Has form around Tom Kitten. I think he beat Tom Kitten in the spring, so I can see your case. Um, but I just think Tom Kitten's maybe the one out of this bunch that's got a length or two on them. So race eight, number one, Tom Kitten for me. Race nine, I'm just I'm just going to follow Libertad wherever it goes. Yep, I think this is the right setup for it. Uh, there's an abundance of speed here. Um, 1,100 metres, you've got Thrill going forward, Red Card, Omni Man, and a couple of others. So you could potentially look for something to swoop, uh, which Libertad would do. Oh, I think this is the hardest race of the day. I will be leaving this out. And uh, in the last, I think that's the hardest race of the day. I've got no idea. Yeah, I thought the same. I think the deeper you dive, though, uh, the more I warm to gently rolled. I think it's a great bet here. Makes the field now with a fair few scratching. Gate four, I like. Uh, they try to beat the last up by turning a sit and sprint, and a turn of foot comes to the four. I think they go harder, she wins. They go slower, she wins again. So I think gently rolled's a terrific way to round out the program there. Uh, number 19, right down the bottom of the page. All right, so best bets at Rose Hill. And then I want uh, just a quick look at Caulfield, if we can, and or a multi. Yep, my, my best bet, race four, number two, straight charge. I think it, it's day, might not be the best horse in the long run, but I think this set up um, to win the silver slip, I think straight charge would be getting the chocolates. Milo, that's probably it's the best bet. So I think Tom Kitten's good. I think Zugotcha's good, but best of the best would be race four, number two, straight charge. Yep, uh, and then what do you like down at Caulfield as your best bets and a tip for the Blue Diamond? Because I'm, well, it's wild, in my opinion. Yeah, it is a tricky day down there. I will combine the both. My best bet does come up in the Blue Diamond. I think we can have a Tommy two-bet play. I think uh, the horse that I really want to be is Lady of Camelot, run hands off the clock, leads, really hard to beat. But I've got a really nice futures ticket, and I love high octane here, I think. Yeah. They turn the Jets on. It's a interesting race. They all come off small fields, uh, slow tempos. Now we get to a big field, big tempo, and I think high octane will stand up. So... Um, I think they're a Cornella, which I've actually put on the double app, high octane into uh, Lady of Camelot as a Cornella. I think that's a nice way to play the race and just back them individually as well. Dino, you're a star, mate. Appreciate your time. Chat next Friday.
Thanks, Legend. Cheers. Let's go follow him, Dean Watling, deanwatling.com. He's a jet. Let's go to a quick break. On the other side, Mitch Abaya for the Greyhounds. Terry Layton for a look in the West. And don't forget the Daily Dabble is up on the Dabble app, uh, and that is any two of Midtown Boss, Autumn Angel, or King's Gambit. It's on my profile. Let's go and hit copy bet. $5.50, any two of those. Uh, bet with me on Dabble. You can download the app today. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Back in a sec. Text us on 049. Text us on 0499 736 736. Previewing the weekend of racing, sport, and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Oh, welcome back to the Form Lounge on a Friday, 12.46. I'm up and about today. You can bet with me on Dabble. Download the app today, the Super Freak. When it comes to any code, anywhere, this man is the best at it. But on the dishes, we get his opinion. Hello to you, Mitch Abay. Hello, Vicky. How are you, brother? Good, brother. Righto. Hit me with your rhythm stick. All right. We'll go to the Meadows tomorrow night. Uh, we've got a couple there, actually. Uh, race three, number five, Oregon Savers. Uh, I think the ground's drawn beautifully. $4 into three ten. Last start winner. Uh, massive chance here. So race three, number five. Yep. We'll go to a later race in the program. We'll go to the distance race, which is the feature on the program, or one of the features on the program, the stage final. Uh, I'm really keen on Zulu Blast here, 260 at the 290 or thereabouts. Uh, looks like he gets a beautiful card across here. There's only speed in numbers one and three, what? and I don't think they can hold him out. So... Um, Zulu Blast is probably going to be my one of my best on the program. Um, hang, on, hang on, mate. That's race eight, is it? Yeah, race eight. Yep. yep. Race eight, number six. We're taking Zulu on Palawar Blast. King. We are, we are. Yeah, I just don't think you'll get the run at him this week. Well, so, um, just on that, you came on on this show last week and you made it the bet of the year. And, I mean, that's a greyhound win. That was a greyhound win, that. Heart in the mouth sort of stuff, wasn't it? Just, uh... A lot of people probably screwed their tickets up, but for those that know their greyhounds and know the way he races, that that's what he does. And, yeah, it was a weak race last week. I don't know if you can give him that much of a head start this week. It's a pretty good field, and Oregon's all loop last the off and gone. So, yeah, it kind of hurts to go against him, but sometimes you just got to assess the race that you dealt with. Right. Have we got one more? Yeah, I do. It is, uh, I think it's in the race prior to that. Actually, I might have skipped over. It is race seven, number seven, Shimmer Current, $5. Uh, it won... It won uh, two of its past three last start was enormous. Yeah, it is a really good each way play at that uh, yeah, $5 mark. This thing for the dailies is an absolute rocket. I've put them all up there on my Dabble profile, mate. Appreciate your time. We'll chat again soon. Anytime, brother. Have a great weekend. Mitch Bay, the super freak, absolute jet he is. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break. On the other side of this, Terry Layton and my best bets on the other side of the break. Back in a moment. Text. Text us on 0499 736 736. Previewing the weekend of racing, sport and everything in between. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Welcome back to the Form Lounge on a Friday. Heath Shaw has just sent me the photo. Heath Shaw from Dabble, of course. You can bet with me and Heath on Dabble. Download the app today. What are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Sent me the photo. That Mercedes is blocked up with the wheels taken off it. Like actual, unbelievable. Hey, time to get to this man. We've got about five minutes with him too. His name's Terry Layton. 
for a look at WA. Hello to you, Terence. Hello to you, Miles. How are we? Oh, mate, all the better for talking to you. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Happy Live to Tell Day. Yeah, I thought that. Tell you what, I reckon Live to Tell has uh, Miles Fitzner multi written all over it. It's got Miles Fitzner backing. A dollar, all of them. A dollar eighty for me for this horse in that field. Can you just get straight into it? Why not? Well, you know how uh, I usually respond whenever you tip me one at a dollar eighty. I'm actually a dollar forty-five, so I reckon <laughs> it's a huge. I reckon it's a huge price. So. It's overs. Uh, yeah. In the words is, of Mickey uh, Grantham, it's one. overs. It's overs, yeah. What part of it? It's overs. It's overs. Um, yeah, this should be it should be boys against men. You'd, you'd think yeah, there's a couple of these that go all right and everything, but I mean, Live to Tell apparently has got a quokka spot uh, lined up, ready to go. And I mean, most of these wouldn't even be able to spell the word quokka. So um, <laughs> I reckon this will sit last. Like you're going to be last at Ascot, but if this is as good as we saw and as good as a try, when we've seen two trials as well, so it's not even like we're going in blind. Um, yeah, it should just peel out to last. Carberry should just get central, take all luck out of the equation. And, um, mate, they could put me and you both on the horse together and it should go past them. It, so, uh, yeah, pretty keen. Dollar we, $80, we'll, uh, we'll have something on. It went lame. It was lame last start and only lost to Super Smink by two two lengths. And it was lame. And have a look Have a look who's four lengths further back in third. Ripcord. Yeah, like, yeah, correct. It's form. It's like proper form. Like these, these, this is a 72 plus. Like it's... This is a low-class race. It should end up as a 100-rater, 110-rater in time, potentially, like a Billy's Jewel. I mean, that's all the the hype and whatnot. What we've seen, it's fair to compare the two of them, and this is 72-plus. Like, it's just it's a different level. If, t- if this was a harness race, this would be a dollar twenty. For some reason, we don't see horses go around at the same price they do in harness races. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think the 80s is overs, and we're going to go with that quick, very quickly. Race two, uh, number seven, Siren Assault. I'm keen on it. Yes, very keen professional trial uh, from a good form yard. Uh, loved the debut run. Everything about it, mate, is is tick 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 tick. Very keen siren assault race too. Hey, all right, you've got about two minutes to run me through. <coughs> what else are you betting on on the Ascot card? What are we like? <coughs> well, there are two of them already done. Uh, love what it, else love have we it, love got? It. Uh, my best of the days in race number nine. I really, really like Lord Vampy. Um, I thought the first. Uh, first up performance, which was actually six weeks after the trial, so you could presume there was a little bit setback too. Uh, snagged to last, found traffic in the straight, flooded home, got past Sunbronze, ran second to Cheeky Charlotte, who I'm going to tip you uh, earlier in the day as well. I just think that's super form, and the aesthetics of that suggested wherever it went next, it'd be hard to beat. Draw the gate, can use the gate. Um, I'm a dollar ninety-five, so I think there's about two sixty to two ninety around. Um, that's plenty um, in that same race as well. Wonder throwing your quaddies or look at backing each. Way. It's a shame they're running into each other. There's a horse called Kelvinator up the top at about $14, $15. Um, I've marked it a clear second favourite, so I'm going to be chopping out on um, on Kelvinator, but it's an easy uh, play at high twos and, and the teams there with those two. Uh, what else have we got? Race number eight, um, Maricino should get to the top quite comfortably here. Um, this is exactly the same setup as, as last year. They went from the Ted, gave it a month or so off, uh, trialed super and then came out and won um, this detonator very easily. So this probably has a touch more depth than we have to take 260 rather than the 350 from last year, but maybe Maricino's come on as a horse as well. So uh, pretty keen that Maricino will lead throughout. Queen Alina looks the biggest danger if you're an each-way player. Um, Queen Alina should land somewhere near the 1-1 and looks your main danger there. But be surprised if they get past um, Maricino, Miles. And then in race number four, I think... 
See, Wuben Gold's trial was super. Uh, sorry, Wuben Gold's trial I thought was ordinary, and its trial last preparation was super. So I just I feel a bit of a necessity to take Wuben Gold on from yep. that trial. I, I'm a little bit wary, but uh, I think Cheeky Charlotte will drift out to seven, eight, nine dollars late. So hold fire there, and, and the Toppy Angel under covers about seven dollars at the moment. They're the two value plays. So I'm going to look at making both a result and try and get the horse beaten. And I, I was a bit query on the uh, on the trial, Miles. Terry, you're an absolute star. Um, looking forward to trying to come over for the the Quokka too, mate. So uh, we'll saddle up in and have a couple of Dentel cool. Froffingtons. A couple of Oprah Tintries. Look forward to it, Miles. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Terry Layton there. Uh, for a look, you're very keen. Live to tell he marked at $1.45. It's overs. Hey, time for the best bets. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. All righty. Let's get stuck in. <laughs> oh, fair to Let's get stuck in. We start at Caulfield. Uh, race two, number seven, Midtown Boss. Uh, and race three, number two, Autumn Angel on a very tough day at Caulfield, uh, and staking will be very low from me at Caulfield. We go to Rose Hill. Staking goes up here. Race four, number two, Straight Charge, and race seven, number six, Lady Laguna. I'm happy to take on Zugotcha in that race. And then we go to Ascot. Race two, number seven, Siren Assault. Staking goes well up here. And then we go to race uh, five, number three, Live to Tell. Staking goes way, way up there. Best is West on Saturday. Best is absolutely West. Don't forget the Daily Dabble, Midtown Boss, Autumn Angel, King's Gambit, any two of those, $5.50 up on my profile now. Mm. Hey, I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Take it easy on the Rex Hunt at Caulfield. Go very, very quietly. So we've got time for on the Form Lounge. All thanks to Dabble, of course. You can bet with me on Dabble. Download the app today. Have a magnificent weekend, team. Love you.